Hey everyone, on this week's podcast, I talk about a bit of the UFC, Khabib's retirement. I talk about a boring Premier League weekend where nothing basically happened. I talk about the El Clasico and how it suffered without the fans, some big results from the Serie A and the Bundesliga, and I talk about the midweek UEFA Champions League games and my predictions for them. Anyways, let's get this started. Alright, let's get the logistics out of the way. First things first, uh, my Twitter is podcasts by Ish, so give me a follow. You know, as I said, I don't spam. I don't even use it that much, so at least you can keep a track of when I've done the uploads. So I do update that whenever that's done. Um, so yeah, give me a follow on that. But, you know, with that out of the way, let's get a few other things out of the way before we jump onto the football. Um, so UFC. So... You know, Khabib retiring as the GOAT for me. You know, 29-0 certified GOAT with that record, with that career. Um, you know, incredible. You know, he easily got the win in the second round, uh, putting Justin, I can't, I can't, still can't say his name, Gator, Gaty, I don't know, uh, putting him in a sleeper hold. And yeah, you know, solid win, great career, incredible, incredible uh, athlete. And then obviously, you know, retiring because his dad passed away earlier this year. So yeah, man, you know, that's going to be, that's one of the biggest reasons I watched the UFC. Basically three fighters now. Um, It was Khabib, it was Israel Adesanya, I mean, still is. And um, who's the third one? Oh, Kamara Usman, that's it. <laughs> I forgot about the third one. Um, but yeah, these are basically the three fighters that I... they That's the reason I watch UFC. And, you know, one of them retired. So, yeah, it's sad to, sad to see him go. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. Incredible career. Incredible fighter. Uh, yeah, you know. That's a loss. That, that sort of made me sad when I heard that news over the weekend because I was like, damn, you know, if you want to see a monster in the game, he's a great example. You know, gave the gave his word to his mum that he was going to retire. Um, yeah, let's let's see what he does next. You know, I still follow him on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, but yeah, it's a, it's a huge loss to the sport. And I think Dana White would be struggling <laughs> <laughs> after this one for sure um but yeah because i think he just hit him, everyone with a surprise even his teammates so yeah you got to respect him for that and you know going out on a high is never a, never an easy decision and yeah it takes guts man um so good on him you know people so, sometimes overstay their welcome and as two face says you know you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain <laughs> and uh yeah you know great career um so yeah that was basically the ufc and i don't know if you guys watch wwe now who watches it but i did see on my feed that randy orton won the championship in hell in a cell so yeah whatever you know i don't watch it anymore I, a lot of these wrestlers they all look the same there's nothing unique you know it's all pg so i'm I stopped watching wrestling maybe like 10 years ago, probably 10 years ago, I think, 
But um, yeah, I watched it for too long. <laughs> I should have stopped earlier. But you know, there was always that hope. Um, but then Triple H was fighting at that time, and so was The Undertaker. Kane was fighting. So sort of hung around with those guys, but haven't seen that in 10 years. But yeah, you know, I guess that's the roundup for the other sports that I kept an eye out, basically the UFC. Um, but there was a lot of football that happened, so we'll jump onto football now. Starting off with the Premier League, you know, uh, I think I spoke about Leeds and Aston Villa in my previous podcast, uh, which I obviously forgot there was a game, so I spoke about that one in there. Um, but yeah, Leeds winning that one 3-0, Patrick Bamford with a hat-trick. The next up was Man City and West Ham, and hey, i got to give credit to you know David Moyes. Antonio scoring a great goal, overhead kick, uh, wasn't that far off goal, I think like 6-7 yards off goal, but hey, overhead kick's an overhead kick, so credit for him, and then Phil Foden came on and, you know, made an impact straight away, but hey, credit to Dave Moyes, you know, keeping Man City to a draw at home, so yeah, you know, I feel bad for David Moyes, I think United definitely ruined his reputation, and then he went to Real Sociedad, and then that didn't work out as well. But, yeah, I think he's at a good club right now. And Sunderland was obviously a suicide job. So, I don't know why he took that one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think he's at a good spot. This is where he belongs, you know, mid-table. Uh, sort of fighting for the top six spot, I think. Um, yeah, so, credit to David Moyes. Uh, yeah, the other game, Liverpool... And Sheffield, so Liverpool 1-2-1. You know, Liverpool making a comeback after being 1-0 down. Uh, Firmino finally scored a goal. I haven't seen Firmino score a goal in... I don't. I can't even remember. <laughs> to pause and think, what was the last goal that Firmino scored? He finally ended up scoring a goal and, you know, Liverpool fans going crazy. Like, he's the greatest striker of all time. Uh, whatever, you know. He, I haven't seen him score a goal in forever. But Diego Jota... That is a signing and a half, you know. Talk about a backup. He's pretty much a first-team player. So, yeah, Liverpool made two great signings. You know, obviously, Thiago and Diego Jota. Two solid signings. And, yeah, Van Dijk. Still no update how long he's going to be out for. So, let's see what happens on that side. Uh, next up, United-Chelsea. I tried staying up for this game. So, this game was on at 3.30 a.m. over here. And... I stayed up till 3.15 and then I passed out. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, hey, it's tough now, you know, I'm, I'm 30, you know, there's no incentive for me to stay up longer than three. So I made it to 3.15, but that's good. And especially when United are playing horrible and, you know, why would I stay up and watch that game? It's, I should have just slept way earlier. Um, yeah, such a, such a boring game i saw the i saw the game next day so i sat through 90 minutes oh horrible i i don't even want to talk about it you know the only thing that i do want to talk about is cavani coming on and actually looking like a, a united player none of the other team looked like united but he came on and looked like a united player you know he had that that passion i mean pogba obviously but even pogba's just Pogba just shows up now. <laughs> Pogba does what I do at my work sometimes. You know, you just show up. You know, you just do the bare minimum and, yeah, you get out. 
<laughs> that's you know you got some days like that where you just do the bare minimum send a few emails and you're like yeah i'm i'm done for the day and that's what pogba does basically so yeah i don't know boring game and what do you expect you know it's basically a mid-table clash at this point so whatever anyways moving on i don't even want to talk about it it's boring uh fulham crystal palace you know fulham obviously on their great losing streak so crystal palace was surprised because they started off the season really well when everyone else was still recovering from no preseason but eventually now you look at them and they were struggling but you know they ended up winning the game 2-1 i think zaha scored as well so yeah good on them uh Premier League was fairly boring this week, by the way. So I'm going to pretty much rush through these results. Because, you know, there's not no goals to talk about. No hat-tricks, whatever. The other leagues were more exciting. So basically not much to discuss in the Prem. Um, anyways, next up, Arsenal-Leicester. You know, Leicester winning 1-0. Again, another boring game. <sighs> Just Leicester, hey, credit to them. They went to the Emirates got the points you know Brendan Rodgers I did speak about this game and I always said Leicester don't ever give me a feeling that they're gonna win so it was pretty much that game you know they they should be winning and they ended up winning somehow but throughout the thing there was never a feeling of you know they should be dominating the game they just they Leicester just doesn't dominate so you know Vardy scoring as well uh Party had a debut but it ended up being a Vardy party. Hey, yeah, I've seen that lame meme on Twitter everywhere and Facebook and everything. Ugh. Some some people are so cringe. Like, why do they keep using a joke from like five years ago? You know, when Vardy actually won the league with Leicester, it made sense. It was cool. Ugh. Need to come up with new material. Can't be using jokes which are five years old. It's dumb. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It just annoyed me because I kept seeing it everywhere. Oh, Vardy, party, party, party. Like, all right, relax, I get it. Um, all right, a bit off topic. <laughs> Next up, Wolves and Newcastle. One all. hey, Newcastle ended up, you know, scoring in the, pretty much the last minute, scoring with a free kick, a clever free kick, and um, yeah, they got the result. And Jimenez, though, scored a, a great goal from outside the box. So that was a good game. Uh, next up, actually, this was the big, ish game for me uh this week Southampton and Everton so you know me I like I love talking about Everton and Ancelotti and the way they play but I think this is the first week where you actually saw the impact of Richarlison and his absence and what that does to the team so yeah I mean Everton were pushing but they never looked threatening throughout the game hey and that's credit to Southampton as well you know they completely blocked the whole team like they just had him surrounded every time they got the ball someone was on him um yeah it was a, it was a good game Che Adams scored one and Ward Prowse scored the opening goal actually but um yeah Lucas Dinier ended up getting a straight red which was uh I don't know if it was a straight red it was probably a yellow um yeah, I don't know. He he kept sort of uh, kicking, what's his face, Walker Peters. But, I mean, I can see why it was a straight red, but it wasn't dangerous. He was just, he was just like kicking him 
trying to get the ball. So, yeah, I don't know. What are you going to do? Uh, but he's he was in my fantasy, so that's minus two points. That annoyed me. Uh, but, yeah, that was it. So, yeah, Southampton beating Everton. So, there goes their undefeated record for the season. Uh, then there was Brighton and West Brom. 1-0. Boring game. I didn't even watch the highlights, to be honest. Because it's not appealing to me at all. You know, both teams, pretty much relegation battlers. So yeah, did not watch it. And I guess the final game of the weekend was Burnley Spurs. You know, my man, Hyunmin Son, scoring again. Harry Kane with another assist. And, you know, that is a deadly combo. Yeah, so I saw a stat where uh, they're just behind Lampard and Drogba as, you know, the second highest um, goal scoring combination when it comes to assists and goals. So I think um, Pogba, Pogba, I wish but it was Pogba, <laughs> Drogba and Lampard have, I think, 36 goals in between them, like 36, um, I don't know, combinations, what do you call it, you know, goals and assists, where someone's assisted each other and some, the other person scored, uh, they're at 36 and, you know, uh, Spurs, Sun and Kane are at 29, so... That was it. Finally got that out. That was a that was a confusing stat to explain. Um, but yeah, you know, deadly combo basically. And yeah, with that, I think that wraps up the Premier League. Again, boring week of Premier League. Not not too exciting. But uh, yeah, let's jump on to the other other leagues. So I'll start off with the La Liga and obviously talk about the biggest game, which everyone and no one cared about, <laughs> the El Clasico. So it was Barcelona and Real Madrid. And, you know, without the crowd, the El Clasico is just so boring. Why Why am I... Was I just bored this whole weekend? Maybe it was me. I don't know. I, maybe, I don't know. I just didn't find some some of the... Maybe I was too excited for these games and they just fell short of my expectations. You know how, like, sometimes you're just too excited and... You know, it's not what it ends up being, but I don't know, man. I saw the El Clasico started off great. You know, first Madrid scored with uh, Valverde. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, Federico Valverde. That's it. Um, he scored, and then Ansu Fati scored. So Messi passed the ball to uh, Jordi Alba, and Jordi Alba passed it into Ansu Fati. Hey, you know that ki- that kid is a that kid is uh, gonna do things for Barcelona. They're definitely going to keep him. He's their next Messi. Is he the next Messi? No way. All right, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying it's Barcelona's next Messi. Um, you know, he's the next person which they're going to send to the team around, basically. So I don't even want to compare him to Messi because Messi is a god. So let's not even start that. Uh, but yeah, you know, then... Uh, then it was okay. Nothing else happened in the El Clasico. Like there was nothing fiery about it. There was nothing. It lacked passion, basically. That's what it felt like. It was a game which just lacked passion, which is never the case with El Clasico. But I think this is the first time I've seen the El Clasico, and it was just it just lacked the the emotion, the passion, the the fans, you know, getting on top of each other's teams. It, it, this is the first time I've actually missed fans in watching football this whole time. Probably not the first, but maybe like 
the th- second or third time. Like they I'm pretty sure I've seen one or two games where I'm like, oh, this game would have been good if fans were present. But generally, it's been okay. But yeah, I think this one especially sticks out because El Clasico is all about the atmosphere. Um, yeah, it just felt like one of those, you know, um, preseason games, basically. Uh, yeah, it just lacked that passion. But anyways, uh, second half started, Ramos scored the penalty, you know, whatever. And then Luka Modric scored another great goal. <laughs> That's two great goals in one week. Um, you know, basically confused every single defender for Barcelona and then just curled it in. Uh I think it was outside of his foot from memory. But anyways, that was it. Yeah, it just it didn't feel the same, basically. Um, you know, Atletico Madrid won 2-0. Suarez scored in that one. Um, so at least they're back to winning ways after being smashed by Bayern Munich midweek. Um, you know, what else happened in La Liga? Uh, Real Sociedad, let's not forget the top of the table leaders. They won 4-1. Huseka, Huska. I don't know how to say that name. Uh, yeah, they're basically one for one. Then they're still top of the table. But yeah, that's all that happens in the La Liga. Again, there's only three teams that I really care about. Obviously, the Madrids, Barcelona, and you know, well, there was the El Clasico, which was there. Madrid won. Yeah, whatever. That's La Liga, basically. <laughs> La Liga is too boring for me. Um, anyways, I'll jump on to the exciting leagues, the Bundesliga, and we'll start off with the current leaders, RB Leipzig, beating Hertha Berlin, Hertha Berlin, 2-1. Um, yeah, man, like RB Leipzig, top of the table, you know, they had a great win in the Champions League as well. Uh, they're playing United during the week, which I'll, you know, talk about later in the podcast as well. Scary stuff. Um, they're so good. The football that they play, everything. They they basically picked up from where they left off last season. So yeah, still top of the table. You know, beating Hertha 2-1. I should start learning the names of the players actually. Uh because they're gonna keep winning. They eventually gonna have to learn the names of the players. But you know, I'll get there one day. Anyways, uh Munchen Gladbach ended up winning 3-2 against Mainz. So they obviously drew to Inter during the week. Um so good win for them. Dortmund ended up beating Schalke 3 0. Haaland scored, and Hummels ended up getting on the score sheet as well. And some kid, uh, Akanji, he scored a good goal as well. So, yeah, I guess it's good stuff. Wolfsburg ended up winning 2 1 against Armenia. Um, Leverkusen ended up winning 3 1 against Augsburg. That was a bit of a sort of a shocker, I guess, because Augsburg started the season really good, and then two defeats in a row, and they're basically mid table now. So. Yeah, you know, things are changing quick, but that's what happens in the beginning of the season. And obviously, you know, the big team, Bayern Munich, you know, I predicted they'll score four goals, uh, but they ended up scoring five. Lewandowski with a hat-trick. Um, I think, yeah, Sane got one at the end as well. Um, and who else? Yeah, I don't know who, who got the last one, but I forgot. So Lewandowski hat-trick, Sane got one, and yeah, 5 nil. I think Frankfurt scored one goal, which was disallowed, but hey, you know, it's Bayern Munich, <laughs> as if uh, as if the result was going to be anything else. And, you know, I think with that, they are tied first on, actually, they're one point behind. 
um, RB Leipzig at the moment, So along with Dortmund. So RB Leipzig on 13 points, Bayern and Dortmund on 12 each. So it's getting exciting again. Um, it was always exciting. It's the Bundesliga. But talking about exciting, Serie A, you know, goals keep coming, which is strange for Serie A season. I don't know what's happened in the Serie A. Uh, you know, it's obviously the shift in football that we are seeing being reflected around Europe. Started in England, the fast football. And hey, Italy's catching up now as well, which is okay. I don't mind it. You know, I did like the Italian defensive football a lot. But um, anyways, to the results. Susulo and Torino, 3 all. You know, like, there's so many goals in, in Serie A all of a sudden. Uh, Sampdoria beating Atlanta 3-1, which was a shock for me because I was predicting Atlanta to win. But, you know, both teams are good. Um, but yeah, I did not expect that. Uh, Inter Milan beating Genoa 2-0. Lukaku scoring in that one. Obviously, my man. Along with uh, D'Ambrosio. D'Ambrosio. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Lukaku. I was annoyed when United sold him. So that's one one of the reasons why I still keep watching Inter, Inter games. Uh, Lazio beating Bologna 2-1. Two, so I did say that, you know, if Lazio win this weekend, that will kick start their season. And because they won during the week. So I think Lazio's back in flow. So, hey, another reason... That the league's going to be even more exciting. Calagri beating Crotone 4-2. See what is going on in, in Serie A. There's so many goals. Uh, Parma and Spezia drawing 2 all. I don't know. I didn't watch that game. I didn't see I didn't see the highlights either. Napoli beating Benevento. <laughs> 2-1. You know, Insigne scored. Uh, the Another Insigne on Benevento. Also got a goal. And then Patekna. I like these names. I like saying these names. Also scored the winner for Napoli. And then, yeah, for the other results, uh, Fiorentina beat Udinese 3-2. Juventus drawing 1-0 with Verona, which is a strange one. I mean, uh, I don't know what's happened to Juventus. Maybe, hey, maybe I'm not scrutinizing Pirlo enough uh, because I'm a huge Pirlo fan. But, you know, no, Ronaldo is making a big difference for them. Pirlo... I don't know what is going on with the team. Maybe they're not as confident yet. But let's see what happens. You know, uh, again, I'm a huge Pirlo fan. So let's wait and see. But I think the big game for the Serie A was obviously Milan and Roma. Ended up being 3-0 with the softest penalties I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was one of the... Uh, Ibra, scored a, Ibra scored a double, I think. And yeah, like Ibra's on fire. Ever since he's came come back from Corona, he's just come back stronger. And I'm not surprised because it is Zlatan. Zlatan is the king. Um, but yeah, you know, it was the, the softest penalties. If you ever, if ever, ever want to watch, you know, the, the dumbest penalties given, you need to watch the highlights for this game. It was ridiculous. But um, yeah, with that, you know, Milan's still on top of the La Liga. Not La Liga. Serie A table. <laughs> And Milan still on top of the Serie A table. Napoli and Susulo on 11 points. And Inter Milan on 10. So yeah, that's the top four. And Juve's on nine, sitting at fifth with Atlanta. And yeah, I think that wraps up all the weekend's uh, reviews of the results. But now I'll jump on to the midweek games of the Champions Champions League. <laughs>
Yeah, no, I got excited. My bad. Hey, it's the Champions League, man. You can't help but get excited. But um, there's not too many big games. Uh, but I'll, you know, I'll I'll talk about the big ones. So, Bayern, Lokomotiv, easy Bayern win. Shakhtar Donetsk and Inter Milan. Shakhtar ended up beating Madrid last in game week one. But, and Shakhtar are playing at home. So, that might be an interesting game. Uh, Marseille and Man City. You know, Man City have been sort of scraping wins. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, yeah, they're going away from home as well. They're flying to France, so who knows what happens over there. Liverpool are playing at home against Midtjylland, so I think they'll definitely win. Uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach playing Real Madrid. Now, obviously, Mönchengladbach coming back, not coming back, coming from a 3-2 win against Mainz. Madrid beating Barcelona 3-1 on the weekend as well. So both teams have momentum on their side. And Mönchengladbach are playing at home. Real Madrid need to win because they lost the first game week. It's going to be an interesting game. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So this is turning out to be an interesting group. Um, you know, Inter, Shakhtar, Mönchengladbach and Real Madrid. So who knows what happens in this group. But it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, next up, Atletico Madrid are playing RB Salzburg. I think Atletico might end up winning that one. They need to if they want to qualify. So that'll be important for them. And Porto are playing Olympiacos at home. I think a Porto win over there, definitely. Atlanta playing Ajax at home. Uh, Atlanta obviously lost um, on the weekend, which was a surprise against Sampdoria. So... And Ajax, actually, I should have spoken about this. Ajax beat this team called Triple V 13-0. <laughs> Let me say that again. 13-0. They had 45 shots, 23 on target. And the other team had one red card in 51 minutes. Granted, you know, obviously they scored a lot of their goals in the second half. But at the same time, 13-0 is a huge, huge result. I think they were 3-0 up before the red card, and they scored 10, 10 goals after that. Deadly Blind even ended up getting on the score sheet. So that was, you know, Huntelaar got a double. Hey, they're coming off that win, <laughs> and Atlanta coming off a 3-1 loss. Ajax might end up winning this one. They did get unlucky against Liverpool um, last week, so let's see what happens there. Uh, Chelsea are playing Crescendor. Again, that bloody you know Harry Potter spell name. Um, yeah, I think Chelsea might win that one away from home. PSG are playing Istanbul. They need to win this, obviously, if they want to do anything or even get out of the group. Um, Dynamo Kiev playing... Whatever. Dynamo Kiev's going to win that one. <laughs> I don't know how to say that name. Uh, the big games... You know, one of the big games. Juve and Barcelona. So, Ronaldo and Messi. That is if Ronaldo is back from quarantine. Which, I don't know if he's going to be. Because he's still in doubt. And I think we might not be able to see the Ronaldo-Messi clash. Uh, we might have to wait for match day 5 or 6 or whenever they play each other again. But I think this week, we, we're going to miss the Ronaldo versus Messi. Uh, next up, Club Bruges play Lazio. I think Lazio will end up winning that one. They finally are picking up steam, which is good. Um, and then Dortmund are playing Zenit. 
it's going to be a tight game and Dortmund need to win if they want to, you know, I think they'll get out of the group, but at the same time, if they want to finish first, they, they need to win this one for sure. Um, Sevilla play Ren, and Ren had a good start to the season, uh, but, you know, it's back to basics in the in the league R, and PSG are back on top of the table. Ren are third, so, yeah, I guess Sevilla might win that one just because they're European experience, I guess. Um but yeah, I guess the last big game of the Champions League is United and RB Leipzig. Yeah, <laughs> United are playing at home. And unless Oli pulls off another tactical masterclass like he did with PSG, I have very serious doubts that we will end up getting something out of this game. So yeah, RB Leipzig for the win for that one. And Europa League, you know, it's Europa League. No big games happening this time. I think the only big game is Real Sociedad and Napoli. So that's going to be an interesting one. But apart from that, you know, nothing exciting happening. And yeah, I guess that's it. So a lot of football coming midweek. And then more football coming on the weekend. Hey, I'm loving this again. Um, I'm excited. Champions League is back. You know, things are happening. And yeah, I guess that's it for now. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Peace.